What's up, guys? Welcome to episode two of Amin Talks. I'm your host, Adele Amin. And today we're going to be talking about hobbies or why I think that most of us, not everyone, but most of us should have a hobby. So first, let's let me say what I think a hobby is. I think a hobby is anything that you feel inclined to get better at. And that could be in terms of a skill or uh, you just want to make some aspect of your life better. So you chose this, uh, this activity or whatever it may be to get better at. So I kind of broke up my reasons as to why I think uh, having a hobby is beneficial into four main points. And let's go to point number one. Uh, So having a hobby is very therapeutic. And I'm not saying that having a hobby can replace therapy. I don't think that's true. If you need to see someone, a professional, then I think you should. Uh, I don't think it can replace talking or venting in any way. I think externalizing the way we feel about certain things is very important to fixing our problems and resolving our uh, issues. Uh, But I think, I don't, like I was saying, I don't think a hobby can fix your problems, but I do think it can be a supplement to aiding us to to make conscious efforts to fix those problems. And I broke up this these therapeutic benefits of ho- of having a hobby into two parts. The first part would be redirecting or the release of negative emotions, and then the second part would be gaining clarity through that release. So, that let's go through that first part. So, the redirecting and releasing of negative emotions. So, think of any form of suffering or pain or whatever that you can go through. A lot of times our immediate reaction is just frustration, anger, disappointment. And we might want to let that out immediately, which is a normal response. Or uh, some of us might also want to do the opposite and just like keep it in. But that's, that's another part of it. Uh, with with all of these feelings, we probably, or at least some of us, we'd want to let it out in the not in not the most beneficial way or not the most edifying way for us. It could come out negatively, where you take it out on someone else or whatever it may be. But instead of doing that, this having a hobby kind of opens a door for us to put those negative emotions into something a little a little more positive. So example, imagine you had a terrible day at work, at school, whatever. Someone said something to bug you off. A teacher gave you a bad grade. Um, at work, you didn't get the schedule you wanted or the shifts you wanted, whatever it may be. Now, for someone without a hobby, not saying this is necessarily true, but it's possible that they might have to stay frustrated for longer because maybe there's not someone to immediately vent to or immediately talk to about it. And maybe maybe there's no one around at all, so they can't even take it out negatively by taking it out on someone else. I don't think that should 
we should try not to do that to begin with, but that's just another option that might not be there. So what about the person with a hobby? Like I said, having this hobby opens up another door for us where we could direct those negative emotions. So for me, let's say I had the bad day that I just described. For me, lifting is a big part or lifting for me is that hobby where I get that release or that's at least a part of it. I Something bad happened, maybe someone cut me off or whatever. I had any of the problems I described before. I walk into the gym, whatever, I put on my headphones and I start working out. Now, I don't start grunting and yelling like an animal or whatever. Hey, if that if that's your style of working out, you do you. That's just not my way. So for me, it would be more of uh, being quiet, being quiet and thinking about what just happened and thinking about it as I work out, as I go through each rep. And for me, and that's, that's how I would release it. That's how I release a lot of that. Now, like I said, it doesn't f- solve your problems. It's not going to release. It's not going to fix those emotions I had. All right. But what it does do, it takes us to that second part I said before, which is the clarity part. So this clear, this giving of clarity, or you can think of it as clarity or creating space in your head. So what do I mean by space? When we have these negative emotions, it kind of fogs up how we think and fog and can influence how we act. When we take control of that by having a hobby and redirecting those emotions and getting that release, we gain this, we gain this clarity or mental space where we could see clearer, think about things clearer and have a better outlook on what just happened and how it could be beneficial in some way or what I need to do to, uh, to change it or make myself feel better. Or maybe there's something about myself with regards to that situation that I need to change. It opens up that that's what I mean by opening up that space for us. It creates clearer thinking. That's what I mean by clarity. Or another way to put it is you're creating better soil in your head to start problem solving. Now with this kind of idea of therapy or these therapeutic aspects of uh of having a hobby you it kind of brings us to two more of my main points and uh the first let's go through clarity first so clarity brings me to my second point which is having a hobby gives us positive emotions such as uh you got a you get to feel a lot of fulfillment for yourself and like I said about what a hobby is, it's something that you choose to uh, get better at. So if you're getting better at something and you can see that you're actually doing something uh, that's beneficial for you and you're seeing yourself get better, you're going to start to feel uh, uh, feelings of pride, like proud of yourself and all of these positive emotions. Like I said before, it's going to help. It goes back to the clarity. So it's kind of like a loop. The clarity... Uh, brings on or this hobby brings on positive emotions clarity being one of them and other ones too such as fulfillment and you also you might feel more energetic because you're doing something for yourself to help yourself out uh, as along with other other positive emotions that can't really think of right now but those are the those are like the two or three big ones that for me that i can think of 
And the third point that we get to, sorry, uh, is comes from the releasing part of of the therapy. So hobby a hobby for us can actually edify us, meaning it can help us make ourselves better versions of ourselves. So we might ask ourselves, what does a hobby have to do with edifying ourselves? And uh, I kind of have to go back to what I was saying, what I was saying before with the whole wanting to let it out. So when we have when we have difficult situations, or we're suffering, or we're going through something, whatever it may be, difficult situations, sometimes we want to yell and scream and let it out negatively. That's one negative aspect of it. It can be beneficial in the right setting with the right uh, person to bounce it off of. But there's another part of it where sometimes we want to numb the pain or we want to forget about our suffering. And that can all that comes in a few forms, especially especially nowadays, one part of that is definitely substance abuse, that could be drugs, nicotine, uh that could be food for some people um another besides substance abuse it could come in the form of uh wasting time whether that's through social media tv watching a movie watching movies on end and just binging and binging and binging uh, just so we can forget about what we're going through but the the hobby comes into play in in this instance, because instead of that numbing, instead of uh, instead of the trying to forget our problems, a hobby is going to build us up, and there it kind of it does it in two. There's two parts to how it builds us up: the nature of the hobby itself, and then this sort of voluntary suffering, this voluntary suffering that we take on by taking up a hobby. And what do I mean by this? So first, the nature of a hobby. Like we said before, saying you're going to start a hobby means you want to get better at something. So there's kind of like a form, there's a form of progression to taking on a hobby. For for anyone in the gym, just a little bias, that's the it's kind of the form of progression I'm I'm well versed in or more well versed in is that could be that's getting stronger and building muscle and uh getting getting healthier and kind of uh getting better body composition more aesthetic stuff so stuff of that nature for a cook or a chef that could be uh perfecting a recipe or yeah perfecting a recipe I don't really know much else in that realm, but that was just an example. Uh, so through these forms of progression, you're building yourself up in the sense that you're taking, you're developing skills. And through these skills, you can help yourself because like we said, that goes back to the positive emotions from before and like being proud of yourself or be, feeling fulfilled. And that can open up many doors in your life. Like if you start to build up uh, if you start to build confidence because you're doing something for yourself, that's gonna that's gonna affect how you act in a lot of other things. So that's building yourself up. It's gonna build up your character. Now, the more interesting side of this building up is that suffering I talked about before. For me, for me, I think 
this is the that this is the most interesting part because especially in today's society we we live in a world where a lot of people try to diminish suffering or cuz of suffering they're like what's the point why do we suffer and i think a hobby is a i'm not saying it's the only way to learn about what's the benefit of suffering but i think it definitely is a good teacher and in the sense that when you take on a hobby there's voluntary suffering and what do i mean with that it goes back to that line of progression if you're trying to get better at something there's going to be frustrations along the way and what do i mean by frustrations an athlete that wants to get better at his sport or her sport they're go they're not always going to be making progress and some days they don't want to show up so you're going to get frustrated you're going to get frustrated when you hit a plateau and you can't and you're wondering oh why aren't i getting better why aren't i getting better why aren't i getting better and that's that's frustrating that's kind of a form of suffering or you excuse me sorry you kind of don't you don't want to show up but you show up anyways that's taking at voluntary suffering uh, a good way a good wording i like to put it in is you're taking micro dosages of, of suffering meaning that over time you're you're kind of giving yourself amounts of suffering that you know you can deal with and you know you can manage and then over time you've you've become a very resilient individual not only through that there's other aspect aspects of your life that you can build this resiliency in but i think a hobby is a very good one because you get to choose it and on top of that the hobby like i said before this hobby kind of gives an insight as to or gives light to what what's the what's the purpose of suffering and i think to those that choose that choose it is suffering can very easily become the the thing it can be the thing that builds you up if you choose and it can be the thing that tears you down if you choose so i mean i think the fact that a hobby can speak that can give so much light to such a kind of large idea such as suffering is very important especially since the simplicity of task versus uh the complexity of suffering itself so on to this actually is helpful because it brings us to the last point is a hobby helps you learn about yourself so it it'll expose strengths and weaknesses strengths that's easy you'll find out there's certain parts of your hobby you're good at there's certain parts of your hobby you're not good at whatever or certain parts of your personality that's strong or certain personality parts of your personality that aren't so strong i'm more interested in this weaknesses side and more, more so kind of personality weaknesses uh this can come in the form of ego lack of patience arrogance uh i think th those those three alone are very big ones when it comes to having a hobby like uh just to be frank the ego one is a big one for me so the gym kind of it taught me that i need to check my ego otherwise i'm going to hurt myself or i need to check my ego otherwise i'm going to get frustrated and then that goes into lacking patience 
because it's like, oh, why? It goes back to that thing with the athlete. Why am I getting better? Why am I getting better? And it takes on that suffering. So it exposes certain weaknesses. And once those weaknesses come to light, if, if there's no light given to them and you don't know they're there, then why would you fix them? Whereas the hobby, the hobby gives light to those weaknesses or those flaws. So then we can have it, it giving light to it gives us a chance of actually being able to try, try and fix it, try and be better. And it's, it's great that a hobby just on the surface, like lifting, what you can say, okay, what is, what is moving, picking things up? What does that have to do with someone's personality or what does painting have to do with someone's personality? It it builds character because of that form of progression we talked about before. It gives light to certain flaws and it gives light to strength. And it's also taking on that, it's that voluntarily taking on that suffering to build resiliency. That's how that's how it has to do with these weak these things such as personality flaws. And like I said, it gives you the opportunity opportunity to work on to work on these flaws and that's that's kind of a great thing because this very basic act or this very basic action that you choose kind of really deep if you want it to you don't have to let it It can be very basic if you if you keep it that way can root itself so deeply in your life so yep that's all I got for you guys today. I hope you enjoyed. Thanks for listening to episode two of Amin Talks. And stay tuned for episode three next Sunday. And I'll catch you guys later. Peace.